Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, February 10th. And Steph, I got to start by just saying thank you to Derek and the Newhoff crew. Yeah. We, we pre-recorded, <laughs> had a great show. We did. And then we learned uh, late Wednesday that the crazy computer, uh, something happened Crashed and it was corrupted. Yeah. And so we are in studio. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just so thankful. But hey, did you survive Snowpocalypse? Uh, yeah, I was in my pajamas the whole time. Yeah. And- How many days? Oh, I think four days. So you just <laughs> locked in. Yeah. I did. I locked in. You know, I work another job yeah, and right, I work from home. Right, so I right. got a lot of work done while I was That's at home. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? Um, I go cabin. I get the cabin fever yeah, and bet. go stir crazy. I so I, I did several walks. I did a lot of shoveling, snoveling, shoveling, whatever you want to call it. And um, <laughs> learned. I two- like that new word. Put snow and snuggling. shovel together. Yeah, there snuggling. you go. And I learned two things. What's that? I'm old and I'm out of shape. <laughs> It took the snow to to tell you that. I don't know if it took it, but it was certainly reinforced that I am not um, the person I used to be physically in any way. It was a heavy snow. It was. It absolutely was. And, um, you know, you don't even think of the challenges that our dogs have, but to find a place. Oh, still having challenges to find a place to do their chores, shall we say. They don't want to do that in the snow? Well, they do, but if the snow is, if you've shoveled and the snow is three feet high, it's hard for... What's uh, your dog's name? Sadie. Sadie. Poor girl. She's 13 and a half and just... Well, I saw a post of her on Facebook and it seemed like she was frolicking and having a good time in the snow. She loved it, but I think we don't think of all the impact (laughs) that plays out. Yeah, the trickle down um, effect. Yeah, yeah. Literally the trickle down effect. I'm glad we were able to survive it and kind of get back to life at normal and Sunday at church I was surprised that a ton of people oh, were there great you attendance. Know. don't you think people were also ready Going to get crazy? out crazy I think know, so yeah ready to do something yeah. different but hey next week I want to kind of plant a seed my friend Wayne Kent who for 16 and a half years did direct line Decatur mm-hmm. is going to be in Danville and he's going to be with us awesome. and we're going to take an entire show and talk about music and mm-hmm. worship and mm-hmm. specifically a movie that you and I have talked about before mm-hmm. it's called the Jesus music mm-hmm. produced by Amy Grant Michael W Smith and it looks at kind of this movement of modern contemporary music worship right. Right. from the Jesus People Movement in the late 60s, 60s, early Uh 70s, all the way up to today, and the impact that you have with guys like Chris Tomlin Mm -hmm. and some of the the contemporary songwriters. Mm -hmm. And I know I waited several months to watch that movie. really touched me, Mm -hmm. really moved me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch it again Mm -hmm. before we pre-record next week. Mm -hmm. But if you get a chance, check out the Jesus Music movie. I found it on Amazon. with hour and a half, something Mm -hmm. like that, hour and 25 minutes. And it really is fascinating to see. The impact that it plays out. So that's Mm going to be next week. Mm -hmm. But last week we had a little hiccup in our recording. (laughs) Um, They call it making the sausages. And um, what happens between our recordings was actually captured. Yeah, yeah, segments was actually captured for all to hear. Played, yeah. And one of the things you and and thankfully, you know, there was no. Embarrassing things that were shared, right? Sometimes there might be. There could be. be. Possibly from time to time. I don't know. But one of the things you shared is that if you were going to bring a story Mm -hmm. last week, Mm -hmm. and you know, we sometimes Mm -hmm. will bring stories, you said I would bring the story about the Miss USA tragedy. And I didn't know anything about the Miss USA tragedy. So give us just a quick summary of what you were speaking of. Well, last week, uh, 
Chesley, I think is how you say her name, Chesley Christ. She was the 2019 Miss USA and 28 years old. Um, you know, she was on a television show, I think Extra TV. She worked for Extra TV um, and she made the choice to end her life, um, oh. committed suicide last week. And, you know, it just makes you think really hard. That's a person that really looked like she had her life all together, you right. know? And, right, um, and you don't realize sometimes that people are struggling so right. deeply and that that would be the choice that they would make. Yeah. Well, for me, what struck me is, you know, were there people that saw this coming or was this kind so. of out of so. love field? And, and from what you said, so. you know, was it even her mother maybe that said they just they didn't see signs right. that that it's, was playing out? It says her mother said that she suffered from high functioning depression, which she hid from everyone. I don't yeah. think she was really aware of it until right yeah. before, maybe. Well, you know, you think Miss USA. Yeah. There's a lot of people that would say, man, that's the pinnacle. Right. I want to be like that's that. That's the top, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's just a reminder. Mm-hmm. Life's hard. Right. And uh, we need to have our eyes and our ears mm-hmm. open. Mm-hmm. for people in our world that might be struggling. Mm-hmm. It's also a reminder that if you are in a situation where you are struggling, mm-hmm. and you know, I shared with you off air, this week has just been a crazy week for me just personally, right. you know, right. and right. I'm thankful that I have Christian coworkers mm-hmm. and a wonderful wife and people mm-hmm. that, that I can turn to, but don't go it alone. Right. Not know? everybody has all of that support. Right, right, and reach yeah. out. And, mm-hmm. you know, this community of Danville and the surrounding communities have wonderful churches, Mm -hmm. wonderful pastors, wonderful people that have given their life to serving in the arena of mental Mm -hmm. health and counseling. And uh, I would just, I would implore you if that's Mm -hmm. where you're at, Mm -hmm. reach out, do not go it alone. Now, one thing that I love that we're able to see happen week in, week out is the ministry of Celebrate Recovery at Second Church. And many um, people think that Celebrate Recovery is just for addictions, but it's for people who are struggling with anxiety, depression, mental health issues. As well. Yeah, this week uh, I I lead the one on one class. You, you do it as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. And this week uh, we we had a newcomer. That's exactly what she said. She mm-hmm. just said, you know, anxiety's getting yeah. the best of me. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. a, a loved one said, get to celebrate recovery. Right. And so, I, CR meets on Tuesday night. Right, yeah, right at Second o'clock. Church Next Gen Auditorium at six o'clock right. for a large group gathering. Right. Right. And then there's share groups at seven o'clock. Right. And kind of the the tag phrase is helping people overcome hurts right. and hangups and habits and. Right. All are welcome. So do not go it alone. Hey, art in worship services. Sunday art? was kind of Is that what you said? Art. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Sunday we continued our Minor Prophets series, the Book right. of the Twelve, and we looked at Hosea, which that's a trip, you know, the book of Hosea <laughs> in itself. You did it really well. Well you covered so much material and you did it in a family friendly way. Well, one of the <laughs> things that um we did is we ended with right. Jesus's maybe his most famous parable, mm-hmm. you know, the prodigal mm-hmm. son mm-hmm. and the story of just how the father was faithful mm-hmm. even when the son was unfaithful. Right. I think that's the story of the book of Hosea. Mm-hmm. God is faithful even when we are unfaithful. Sure. And we found a picture. We were at a retreat yes. with Dr. Jody Owens, and he, he showed us a picture of a sculpture mm-hmm. in England mm-hmm. of that account right. where the father welcomes the son home. Right. And then he read over us mm-hmm. scripture as we just kind of focused on that picture. Mm-hmm. And we did that we at did. Second Church. And it's the first time I can remember really trying to lean into art. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about that. Well, I, you know, I think people think of the arts, at least for me, I think music is my form of art that I know how to do. I can't sculpt. I don't want, you don't want me right. to draw a picture, right. that's for sure. Right. But many people are, um, you know, art touches them the way music touches me. And right. so I, I thought it was great to lean into that, to just yeah. sit quietly, to just reflect on that sculpture. Um, 
that that the the person who does who created the sculpture, right, right. you know, he came to Christ yeah. uh, in a yeah. kind of unusual way. You can yeah. tell that. Yeah. So I think it was good for us as a congregation to sit and look yeah. and take some time to be still as you read scripture scripture over us. Yeah, Charles Maxey, um, just world renowned artist, atheist, atheist for much of his life, yeah. but um, really the song I wouldn't call it a hymn, but right. the song "Oh Happy Day." Right. I mean, just started this. <laughs> you wash move. my sins. Yeah, and... yeah, you know that yeah. song, and um, really moved him toward a relationship with Jesus. And mm-hmm. he, he said, I want to spend the rest of my life mm-hmm. creating art that brings glory to God. And mm-hmm. um, that, that sculpture is moving, but it's mm-hmm. just a reminder that um, we don't have to do things the same way week in, week right. out. That's, I love yeah. working with you because you don't make us do the same thing week in, week out. Yeah. You're, you're, you're up for something different. Well, so. and you know, Lam- we read from Lamentations 3. One of the scriptures yes. I read was Lamentations 3. Well, yeah. the, the book of Lamentations basically is this pouring out of sorrows, uh-huh. but in Lamentations 3, that's where you find the inspiration for the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Right. So right. there's just so much that we never even scratch the surface right. on. So right. I guess all of that to say Take advantage of opportunities that you have to to connect Mm -hmm. faith-wise, maybe in ways you didn't even think was possible. Real quickly, before we go to break, the Olympics. Do you care? I care about the Olympic athletes, right? But right, I right. am not. Are watching. you watching? I am really not watching. No. Okay, nope. okay, okay. So um, normally at my house, we're yeah. all about the Winter Olympics. My I, wife loves figure skating. Yeah. Um, now you couldn't pay me to watch figure <laughs> skating. That's just me. Okay. Right. No, no judgment on anybody else, but we just can't get into it this yeah. year. And I think a big part of it is it's being hosted where it's by being China. Held. Yep. And the stuff that's happening in China mm-hmm. is despicable. Absolutely. You know, the persecution of the yep. Uyghur Muslims, and mm-hmm. um, I've really had a hard time and like you I'm conflicted because the American athletes haven't done anything wrong right. but it's just really difficult oh, there's to get nobody into in it. the stands they all Nobody's have masks on right. I mean it's like right. ah, I just feel bad for I feel bad for the athletes yeah. if that's the that what they have to perform under and I don't know if you will or not but you probably should feel bad for NBC because they spend a ton of money and their ratings are way down, you know and I don't think it's NBC's fault that right. the ratings are down but I, I think what we're feeling is not a new phenomenon mm-hmm. just you know, to you and me, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. are really struggling mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes. Okay. All right. Hey, we're going to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about the Super Bowl. And I want to talk about a program. I think we've been doing it wrong yeah. at Second Church all these years. <laughs> Is it a new form of art that we a, need to embrace? Well, you, you might call that. We'll, we'll learn from a church <laughs> okay. in North Carolina. You're okay. listening to Direct Line, Greg and Steph. We'll be right back. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. 
This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg, and we just got done talking about the Olympics, and yes. we have to talk about curling. I love curling. You're into curling. I am. I want to do <laughs> curling. Wouldn't that not be a fun staff outing? I don't know. You know? I don't know. It just, I, I, I just, they don't I'm look not, like athletes, um, quite honestly. Have you seen the meme on Facebook that has the guys standing I have there not. and they, it's making fun? These look like middle aged dads. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. And what do they do? They have a broom or a yeah, brush and they, uh, do they blow on it? I mean, they, uh, what do they do? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched it enough, but it is amazing the ones that are really good. You know, you want to put it on that center circle yeah. and the really good ones and you want to, you know, push your opponents. I think they call them stones away, but I think that would be the staff outing of the century to do a curling outing and our man Tobin Hess found out that you can go curling in Indianapolis I'm telling you is it like it's like shuffleboard yeah kind of the sound tech engineer guy here Derek said he's into it Derek said he was in Canada and uh, there was no hockey on TV and he got to watch some curling is that right talk about that man talk about that for a second Derek yeah tell us about it (laughs) um High school, I think it was high school, high school or junior high, yeah. and yeah. one of the hockey strikes was going on, and hmm. me and my dad are big sports fans, Yeah, the yeah. only sport that was on television at the time was curling. And <laughs> Did you know anything about it before then? No. Yeah. And yeah. what do you like about it now? Uh, it's just kind of fun to watch. It's very interesting, as you were talking yeah. about earlier, mm-hmm. the precision and the strategy of yeah. you want to start kind of blocking people. Right. You don't want to go for the middle at first, and yeah. then you want to go, it's... So it's a mind game as well as a... Oh, very much so. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's bring curling to Danville, <laughs> Illinois. How cool would that be? We've got pickup hockey now. Ah, uh, like, there you they go. They play pickup hockey now. There so. you go. Go for it. Go for well, it. Well, hey, the big sporting event that a lot of people are excited about is the Super Bowl, yeah. which is this yeah. Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. the Los Angeles Rams. Do you care? Yeah. Will, will you watch? Yeah. Okay. Who are you cheering I'm for? I'm going to cheer for the Bengals. I okay. Decided. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if this will be a year where... Maybe the TV ratings aren't as great because Cincinnati's a small market. There's Mm -hmm. no East Coast representation. Mm -hmm. But I think just common football fans, I think they're excited. It's Mm -hmm. not the Patriots again. It's not one of the usual, you know, participants. And uh, And there'll be commercials. Yeah. And there'll be food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, the Super Bowl's later than it's ever been. It's never been this late. It's February 13th. Right. Let's talk about that. Monday is Valentine's Day, February 14th. So here's my question. You've got to have enough energy for the 14th to do but all that you got to do. Aren't the romantics Valentine's. getting ripped off? I mean, you can't go out on Sunday night. That's not possible, right? I, I think the Super Bowl. I think happening. maybe the men will be yeah. happy. Like, honey, let's watch the yeah. football game. Yeah. Together. We'll make a weekend of it, and yeah. then tomorrow we'll go out and well, I'll take you out. And I 
don't know. That's a great idea. Yeah. But I just wonder, I mean, is anybody excited about going out to eat on a Monday night? You know, now I'm taking my bride okay. out. Where to, are you going? We're going to the Possum Trot. That's okay. our favorite place to go and okay. eat. So um, I called, was able to get a reservation. Nice. I said, what time? They said, come early. Is so, she listening? Does she know um, that's She doesn't happening? listen to the direct line. No, she's <laughs> teaching geometry or something okay. right now. So yeah, not not, <laughs> not listening to direct line hmm. right now. But um, I just wondered if Valentine's Day is kind of getting the rip off this year, being on a Monday and the day after the Super Bowl. So I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know that it really matters don't care. when hey, it's all said and done. You know, we talked about art. Yes. In uh, churches yes. now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about this, well, this special service that's been I happening. I read this and I couldn't believe that it's true. I just, I, I, I thought this has to be fake news to lean back into <laughs> a, a era of long before. But um, a North Carolina church decided that they wanted to do something for people that were frustrated with the COVID-19 pandemic. So Duke <laughs> Memorial United Methodist Church in Durham, North Carolina, hosted a scream night allowing people to literally scream their frustrations about the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and other issues. Yes, so the first scream was just a regular scream. Right. And then it was followed by a scream in which the participants were allowed to curse. Wow. Cursing at church. Screaming it. Let it out. Then the participants screamed statements such as, my partner is driving me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Followed by a scream for those who could not make it to the event. And then finally, they participated in a friendly competition over who could scream the loudest. I I just think we've been doing it all wrong, honestly. I think this could be a game changer for I'd the I'd like to see you introduce this and see what Danville. Dean Crandall says about that. I'm sure he'd love it. I'm sure it'd be right up... Uh, I, is it really even scriptural? I would say... I don't even... You know, I, I mean, I think we're supposed to shout for joy to the Lord all the earth, but I don't know that we're supposed to gather <laughs> in the house of curses. worship and scream profanities. Now, I do think there is something to be said with dealing with your frustrations and your tensions and don't keep it inside and yes, let it out, yes. but this wasn't an over well attended <laughs> gathering about a dozen gathered right, but together. there were participants that want to do it again and well, though they need some a, a better time for people with who are parents wh- of little kids which <laughs> scream night what do you think scream night at second church what do you think steph I'll work on that. Is that a game winner or not? I'll work on that. Hey, I want to talk about something that we mentioned last week. We talked about Whoopi Goldberg and the controversy surrounding her. And, Uh you know, long story short, she basically said the Holocaust was not about race. That it was about, you know, the inhumanity of some people toward other people. But she took a lot of heat Mm -hmm. for it. And Mm -hmm. I saw her Stephen Colbert interview where I didn't feel like she really apologized, but just tried to double down. Mm -hmm. Well, she did actually put out a Mm -hmm. written statement where she just basically, in so many words, said, I'm wrong. I shouldn't have said it. Right. Um, forgive me, you know, I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. So I did not realize that when we were on the air last week. Now, she's been suspended right. for two weeks from The View, right. and she is talking about walking away. She's mm-hmm. really incensed that she's had this two-week paid vacation that's been, you know, mm-hmm. put upon mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. What do we think about cancel culture as a whole? I don't think cancel culture is right in any yeah, in, I agree. for anybody. I, so agree. I don't think she should have been canceled. Right. Right. I disagree with her, right. and I don't right. agree with hardly anything she does say, right. but right. she has the right to right. believe, even if that is what she believes, I think she's wrong, but she has the right to say it. And you know, at the Olympics this week, there was a Dutch television reporter right. that was sharing on the air and said something that the Chinese Chinese officials didn't like. And I mean, they removed him right away. And so I don't ever want to find ourselves in that situation. I think that's what cancel culture takes us down the road to. But um, I just, I think when it comes to 
I've said something mm-hmm. and I was wrong. Just apologize. Right. Just but say I'm sorry. Just ask I think for forgiveness. She did. And just move I, on. I, I she did eventually. Eventually. Okay. Eventually. It, it, yeah. um, and again, I don't know the timing of The View right. and the Colbert right. show and how all of that played out. Right. But um, I just think you never go wrong when you an- acknowledge the mm-hmm. mistake that you've made mm-hmm. and you ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a life lesson, whether you're a president of the United States right. or a television star mm-hmm. or, you know, people like you and me, whatever right. it may be. Yeah. That's right. You make yeah. a mistake. Move on. Own up. Yeah. Well, hey, we're going to go to break. When we come back, Michael Rohal is going to be back with us mm-hmm. on Direct Line. He was on last year, and he's going to talk about what's happening with Love, Inc. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph. It's Thursday, February 10, and we are blessed to have in studio with us Michael Rohal. Now, Michael joined us early Monday morning. We had a great interview. Yeah. You know, we really did a great awesome. job. We had a great time. But we're going to recreate it. <laughs> Hey, so thanks I, for uh, getting up early on Thursday and joining us. I, I'm I'm about ready to go back to bed. I had such a hard time sleeping last night. Oh, no. I woke oh, up no. about 4.15 and, and yeah. couldn't go back to sleep. Oh. I was so excited, ready to get down here. Well, so. we are glad that you are here, and uh, you lead Love, Inc., and I know there's people listening. They don't know what Love, Inc. is. I'm assuming many think it stands for Love, Incorporated, which is not true. Tell us about the ministry of Love, Inc., Love Inc. is actually love in the name of Christ. Yeah. So we're we're looking at that. Our goal is really to try to help families become empowered so that they can transform their own lives. We don't want to do for them. We want to help them learn to do for themselves. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got a variety of uh, Christ-centered 
life skills classes mm-hmm. like yeah. faith and finances. There's one that's called Affirming Potential that allows people to learn how to plan and to mm-hmm. make good decisions mm-hmm. on their own. There's yeah. uh, Boundaries class, if you're familiar with uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. Henry Townsend and Cloud, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and now we're actually investigating something that uh, Henry Cloud has done called Boundaries Me. Okay. And it's, it looks like it might actually be a way of helping people continue down the road. So yeah. uh, that's going to be something that, that we just started playing with at the office the last couple of days. Yeah. And I feel like I've been beaten because of all the good things <laughs> yeah. that are in there. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, Henry Cloud's incredible. You know, what, what, a, what a legacy he has had for many, many years. Very definitely. His, uh, his book and then his speech, uh, Necessary Endings is something anyone that's kind of just struggling with where they're at in life mm-hmm. should listen to. Not to say that that needs to come to an ending, their, their ministry, but I think he really helps you work through this idea, mm-hmm. has my time in this ministry or has my time mm-hmm. in this role come to a conclusion? And am I hanging on because mm-hmm. it's just easier to hang on mm-hmm. than to really mm-hmm. pursue what's next? And see, so. with necessary endings, I, I've not heard that, but my first thought was about those people who – have toxic people in their uh-huh. lives, and Absolutely. do they need to end those relationships? That's right. That's right. That's but right. there's a lot of what Henry yeah. talks about in those types of things. And in fact, we've got a couple of folks in uh, that are going to do testimonies at our banquet in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. that are in a situation where they need to hear something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I want to come back to Love, Inc. in general, but you mentioned the banquet. Let's talk about the banquet. It's two weeks from tonight, February 24. What's happening? Where is it? And how can people learn more about it? We have probably the most jam-packed event that we've had. Uh, during the, the shutdown with COVID, uh-huh. we ex- we went through our 10th anniversary. Okay. So we're going to take a few minutes and celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, last Thanksgiving, COVID took one of our longtime volunteers and board oh. members. We're going to do a little mm-hmm. tribute to Beth Holy Cross. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, kind of it, it, that'll help set the stage of our history as well, because mm-hmm. she was involved with Love, Inc. so far back. Gotcha. The national organization is launching a new branding campaign so we're changing our logo okay and then the final thing will be uh, a challenge to all of us in in the church in vermilion county to seek the prosperity and peace of the community that we know our yeah. speaker is uh has been teaching us uh, about that okay uh, from jeremiah 29 7 yes and yes. that's that's such a powerful verse you yeah. know and, and as i think about that i think about the people who have come to town over the last 20, 25 years, how God planted them in the community, yeah. and now they've taken on leadership roles. So yeah. they truly are living out that verse. Yeah, and, most people know verse 11, you know, 29, right, 11, right. but Jeremiah 29, 7, powerful, powerful teaching. That, you know? that whole segment right there is, is really great. But, you know, you think about uh, the step-up movement that we've got going on now, right. and mm-hmm. the Witzels were a family that came in right. in that time frame. Uh, Dan Offit, Daniel uh-huh. Chapel, yeah. uh, Bethany Hager. These yeah. are all people who came from outside of the community right. and who are now paying it forward. Yes. Uh, Nathan Lenster at yeah. the Hope Center. Yeah. You know, he came as a teacher at DHS. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going to talk a lot about how the people have come and are now so entrenched in the community that they are working for the peace and prosperity. And we know as a church, we see all of those negatives around us. But now yeah. it's time for us to look at that and celebrate the yeah. ways that we can come together. Now, this isn't a just a meeting. This is a banquet. Right. And when you say banquet, that sounds like food. Absolutely. And 
we've had uh, we're going to be at Bremer Center. Okay. And at uh, DAC. At DAC. Right. One of the cool things that we've done over the last uh, few banquets out there is that we've used the culinary arts students to prepare the meal. Dana Wheeler out there is Uh awesome. She's a great teacher. And in fact, she has told me that the menu this year is going to be apricot Moroccan chicken. Mm. Wow. That sounds yummy. Potatoes, (laughs) green beans. You know, that's not quite as exciting as the Moroccan chicken, but... Steph, um, you ever had apricot Moroccan chicken? I can't say that. Sounds I have. pretty good, it doesn't it? Sounds really good. Yeah. How does somebody, if somebody's listening and they say, "I want to come support this," how do they get a ticket? No tickets required. No tickets. Just RSVP. Nice. You okay. can RSVP uh, by email yeah. to banquet at loveinkvermilion dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other option would be to give us a call at the office two one seven four four two seven three one one. Four four two seven three one one is actually our administrative line. Okay, so you don't get covered up in in the requests for help. Right, mm-hmm. right, and and so um, I know with it being a banquet, it's awesome that you don't need a ticket. But I know it is a fundraiser. Yes. And so what is the goal for this fundraiser? Our goal is to raise thirty thousand dollars that night. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, okay. That represents about sixty percent of the operating funds that we use in the course of a year. Yeah. Uh, in years past, we've we've pretty well come close to that number but we've never broken that magical mm-hmm. number so you know this could be the year we're hoping so mm-hmm. yeah and uh because of the concerns about covid we're taking some some mitigating things we've spread right. out the the auditorium a little bit more yeah. mm-hmm. fewer seats but also we're going to do live stream so okay. we will have it available on our website lovingvermillion.com yeah. yeah it will be available on our facebook page and then also on youtube okay nice. so you mentioned this as a fundraiser how how is love inc funded churches companies individuals uh government funding we have never done any government funding, okay. and there are too often strings attached that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you right. don't want to get involved in something and then them come back and say, oh, well, you can't talk about Christ. And, right. Right. you know, we, we pride ourselves on the fact that Christ is in our name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Primarily, we're funded by individuals, whether that's mm-hmm. through pledges or one-time donations mm-hmm. in the course of the year. Yeah. There's a, a percentage that comes from partner churches. Okay. Uh, some some of those congregations contribute monthly. Yeah. Some just once a year. Some when there are needs specific right. uh, to what neighbors need. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we've got about uh, 18 churches that, that helped in some way financially last year. That's great. Within the community. And then... Uh, those monthly donors are really the the bread and butter. They're the yeah. ones that help pay the bills. The you know, yeah, on yeah. A, on a day by day basis. So, I know in the last couple of years, you guys have moved from where you were office wise to First Presbyterian Church. Yes. So talk a little bit about the blessing of being at First Pres. Well, I am at sixty three, one of the youngest people in the office. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, in the old yeah. building, and and we loved Community Church of right. God. They were Very wonderful generous. hosts. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But yep. we had to go up eighteen steps yeah. that were at a fifty degree angle. Yeah. So it was a lot Workout, of wear and tear on, risk. on the knees <laughs> yeah, and yeah. ankles and backs for, yeah, of people. So yeah. it, it was really an impediment to having volunteers serve. Yeah. So we've moved to First Presbyterian Church now. Yeah. There's a in the old school section there yeah. was a suite of rooms and okay. we have now occupied hmm. that. So nice. we've got the heart of the ministry which is the call center. Yep. We've got the administrative room, which I call the brains of the yeah. operation, and yeah. then there's the director's office that we say is the mouth of the organization. <laughs> so, you know, we 
we've kind of... It takes of, it all, right? Yeah, you got to have all... It's just yeah. like the body of Christ. Yeah. We, we have to have different parts within that. And so when, you know, people say, well, I, I, I can't help... There are many ways that people can help, right. whether it, mm-hmm. it's from the very simplest thing of, of praying over uh, needs that our, our neighbors are facing or, or whether it's being part of the board of directors. Right. You know, there right. are lots of ways without actually expending a lot of physical energy mm-hmm. right. that people can still help with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to launch a furniture ministry. Yeah. And, uh, Which is much needed. You it know? it really is. We, we're looking for storage space because yeah. we mm-hmm. we have uh, call, calls for donations yeah. and know where to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, there are a lot of good things that are part of what we are hoping to get going this year. Yeah. Uh, we're going to look at that in, in the banquet. And, yeah. and, you know, part of that is that casting the vision. Yeah. And, and trying to see where we're going to head. I want to give a shout-out before we continue for good conclude this interview to First Presbyterian Church and Pastor Ann for just their generosity and blessing you guys, but also the dwelling place. Yes. Is it Big Brothers, Big Sisters? Big Brothers, right? Big Sisters has an office yeah, kind there. Of a ministry Peer Court, Peer yeah. Court has yeah. an office there. I remember when we were doing the surf together. That yeah. I think at that time we still had another ministry that has now right. ceased to exist. Right. But, you know, we prayed for six different we entities did. We did. right there in our office. That's so, right. You know, all of those that were f- yeah. focused within that building. Yeah. Last that. summer, during Serve Together, Michael and I were on the prayer team together. I we spent that, that whole Saturday yeah. just, I mean, I don't, what we went, 30 different places? Wow. I mean, a lot of different places mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. prayed over mm-hmm. these communities, these ministries, these churches, schools, and it was, right. a, it was a great time. I, that was awesome. Yeah. And, and it's a good way... Praying together is really a good way for us to grow that fellowship and to grow that uh, that that relationship mm-hmm. that yeah. Christ has called us to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are the greatest needs right now for Love Inc.? I mean, obviously, you're raising money on the banquet, but ongoing. You said there's 18 churches. Um, if someone's listening, they're part of a church that's not a, one of the 18. What are some of the needs that Love Inc. has? There's always the financial side, but really and truly what we're looking to do and, and the way that these classes work, we're trying to provide uh, children's ministry so people are able to come. Yeah. You know, moms and dads come to class. If they yeah. don't have anywhere to keep the kids, they're not coming. Absolutely. Sometimes we have needs for transportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the, A typical evening starts off with a fellowship meal. Okay. We do those meals in order to break down walls mm-hmm. and to build relationships amongst people. Yeah. And so in in times past and in fact the the missions commi- uh-huh. committee out there uh-huh. one of your small groups both yep. have been uh meal providers. Yep. So yep. you know there's a lot of different mm-hmm. pieces to that ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The call center uh in order to process calls in a timely manner we could use more volunteers mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. You know just uh and and then there are all of these other things that that we get requests for the furniture was one that I mentioned, but yeah. you know, uh, got a gentleman right now that is housebound. He's needing some help getting items brought into the home. Okay. Uh, okay. People may need transportation from time to time. Yeah. Uh, we just need to build those bases back up. Yeah. COVID things were already a little bit on the weak side, but COVID yeah. has mm-hmm. exacerbated all sure. of that. Yeah. So, sure. yeah. you know, uh, one of the things that we try to tell people is that no matter what you want to do, yeah, I'm sure there's a way we can help you mm-hmm. find a way to mm-hmm. put that to work. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite stories comes from uh, my time as a deacon at the Alliance. I had a, a gentleman come to me and say, I love working on bikes. Yeah. Can we do a bike ministry? Yeah. And at that time, he was the only person that we knew who was capable of doing that. Yeah. It was more work than one man could handle. Right, mm. right. A few years ago, Nathan Lenstra 
was doing something for the the Christmas store, uh-huh. and they had gotten some bikes donated. Okay. Connection had a gentleman who wanted to work on bikes. Wow. The gentleman that I was talking about found out about it, joined them. Wow. So we we actually had three people from mm. three different congregations that, that got together. Mm-hmm. And because and that's of, what you guys do, you that's connect be, people. Because we're that yeah. connecting yeah. spot, I, I, I said yeah. there's a formula that I'll, I, I like to share, but we are the plus sign. Right, mm. right. You know, we aren't trying to replace the church right. or, or mm-hmm. other ministries. Mm-hmm. We're right. there to try to connect everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. great. Uh, another example, I think that Stephanie mentioned the other day was this, the thread. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, yeah. we're that, that, that thread that's sewing two pieces of cloth together. That's right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Well, well done. Mm-hmm. So the banquet, two weeks from today, February 24th, 6 o'clock? Doors open at 6. Meet. We'll start the event at 6.30 and be yeah. ready to eat yes. some of the best yes. food that you can find in the county. And if people want to come one more time, how do they register? You can email... Oh, just went blank. Is it banquet? Uh, banquet, banquet at love for million dot com. Yep. And what's and the number? The number two one seven four four two seven three one one. All right. Nice. Well, good deal. Michael Rohall, thank you, my friend. Thank you. We wish you nothing but the best. And let's let's blow that thirty thousand dollar goal out of the water. Do it. This is a generous community. Let's yeah. make it happen. Awesome. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. 
Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph. It's Thursday, February 10. Great interview with Michael Rohal from Love, Inc. They're doing some really good stuff. Yes. I love how they're, you know, tying different organizations and churches and individuals together who yeah. can work on things to make our community better. An apricot Moroccan chicken. Now, you got confused earlier. I know. I thought it was Mongolian chicken. And well, I would call that Mongolian apricot. Oh, that's bad. Well, we have some of our best friends. Their son is a missionary in Mongolia. Okay. And I've just learned, I didn't know anything about Mongolia before Seth went to to, uh, serve there, but um, that's just kind of on my mind. But Morocco is more like near Algeria. And, you know, yeah. I've never been there. But I bet it's going to be really good. I bet so. Absolutely. Well, hey, word of the week. We've had this kind of fun new addition <laughs> to Direct Line. We've had words like Pazell cookies, which, by the way, Wanda Griegel, another batch of Pazells for more? us. Yeah, did Wanda, you know that, did where's you know, mine? Do you know there Wanda? are lemon Pazells? Oh, yes. I bet those would be very. And there's good. black licorice Pazells, no, and thank oh, you. they're so no, good. Yeah. You. Well, then uh, the next week the word was endemic, which we hope we're getting COVID to. will become endemic right. eventually. Wordle, which uh, how you doing with Wordle, by the way? Well, a couple of times this week i got stumped i couldn't get it yep. at all you didn't get it so what happens when you try oh, shut six it. times shut it what happens it says something <laughs> but i can't remember what it says like you're a loser i don't well, know but i was on, you are too competitive and I, you're so happy that i didn't get it i was on track for that and i cheated i went to the second device i did i did i still only got it in six but uh, i know but i want to throw out an apology i think a cheater is worse than being a loser it may be that may be but um at least it didn't say you're a loser or whatever you, you <laughs> whatever saw, it so. saw yeah, to yeah. me twice but yeah. i do want to give a shout out to our friend jennifer that i mentioned oh, yeah. on direct line yes. last week she got it the first time and that cannot be possible and i, I mean, threw out the possibility of the two devices and she swears to me that that didn't happen so <laughs> but I'm it seems take her family her it seems her family and friends are a little suspicious as well they're not Facebook. buying it but i'm going to say to jennifer well done but hey it got us a new direct line it listener. did because she listened and to she it. had to listen to the whole show <laughs> to find that segment on Wordle. Well, we've had other words like fartlink, fartlick, fartlick, and meldrop. Mel drop. And last week was snowpocalypse, which yes. we've talked about that already. Here's the word of the week: okay. uncanceled. I think I like that. So our Let's guy uncancel people. Our guy uh, Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty yeah. released a book this week entitled <laughs> "Uncancelled: Finding Meaning and Peace in a Culture of Accusations, Shame, and Condemnation." I think we should. Read and you that. know, I'm going through this Colson Fellows program, yes. so I'm reading just all the time. So yeah. I don't have time for one more right. book. Right. But when that is over. In late April, I'm getting the book, and I want to read it. I appreciate Phil and his faith and his Mm -hmm. testimony, Uh and he's a huge proponent of Celebrate Recovery, you know? But um, I think that that really is something we need to look at. We've got to stop the cancel culture phenomenon. I agree. For all sides, left, right, whatever it may be. That's what makes America, America, that we are free to say what we want to say. Now, we couldn't do Direct Line without our great sponsor, Stephanie. Who are the Direct Line sponsors? Yeah, we're thankful for Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the team at Hans Tankwash, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, and our friends Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, history segment, there was a bunch that that happened this week in history. And so yeah. I had to narrow down three. Okay. And um, number one, February 12, 1809, Abraham Lincoln is born Aww. in rural Kentucky. 213 years ago this week, wow. Lincoln would end up in the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And despite a series of political failures and life challenges, in 1860, at the age of 51, Abraham Lincoln was elected the 16th 
and in my opinion, the greatest president of the United States. I would have thought he would have been younger than 51 when he was elected. Yeah, but you know, you look at his life. He ran for office multiple times hmm. and lost. Mm-hmm. He had business failures. I mean, if there was ever a case where someone could have said, I'm, I'm just going to give up mm-hmm. and I'm just going to hmm. throw in the towel, it might have been Lincoln, hmm. but aren't you glad he didn't? Right. And uh, I don't know if you've rated your presidents or you have he's a perspective pre- he's on that. He's up there. He's I, up for there. me, he's yeah. number one. You know, I think you can make the case he saved the union. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he was not uh, if there would have been a poll back in those days, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have had a lot of people loving him mm-hmm. in the southern states. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. thankful for his leadership. I think it's cool that he's from the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And let me just give you this little tidbit, because I know from time to time you and your mother mm-hmm. will venture to the Springfield area. Check out the Abraham Lincoln Mu- uh, Presidential Museum and we Library. To, hey, I need to tell you, my cousin wrote a book about Abraham Lincoln awesome. with a little bit of an interesting twist on it. So I'll have yeah. to share that with you. Uh, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a it's a great it's a great day trip. You know, you can be in Springfield in mm-hmm. less than two right. hours, right. you know, and right. uh, spend a couple hours, grab some food, make mm-hmm. your way back. Mm-hmm. Here's a uh, history event number two. Okay. February 9, 1825, the presidential election of 1824 is finally decided by the U.S. House of Representatives. John Quincy Adams is declared the winner, even though he did not receive the most electoral votes and he did not win mm-hmm. the popular vote. Andrew Jackson received the most electoral votes and did win the popular vote. What do you think about so that? So was the election held in November like it typically Held in is? November. And they didn't know any results till February. They debated and they talked. There was actually four people huh. on the ballot. So you have to get a majority of the electoral votes. Okay. Nobody did. Okay. And it is thrown eventually to the U.S. House of Representatives. Can you imagine if that and, happened today, how uh, impatient people would be? And, you know, you're talking uh, not about, just impatient. Uh, well, yeah, they'd be beside themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you were talking about the polls with Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'd be better off if we didn't have polls. Well, and we just voted what we case. wanted, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, but all that waiting around sure. would be hard. Sure. But hmm. um, yeah, it's just, it, it was bizarre to think that there was a time mm-hmm. that um, mm-hmm. the House of Representatives Has that ever made happened? the decision. Again? I, I don't think that, since that's the then. Only time? No, I don't think so. Hmm. But you know, when Bush Gore was happening, right. there were questions was it going to get thrown to uh-huh. the House? Because there was all these speculations in the election of 2000. Uh-huh. Okay. But I just found that fascinating. Yeah. So um, I'm sure Andrew Jackson was not pleased <laughs> right. back in the day. Here, here's the third event. This brings a smile to my face. Yeah. February 10, 1957, Laura Ingalls Wilder dies at the age of 90. She's best known for writing children's novels, the Mm -hmm. best-selling series Little House, Mm -hmm. about her life on the American frontier. These books were made even more popular by the TV series Little House on the Prairie. Can I tell you, I read every one of the novels growing up, Uh and I loved Little House on the Prairie. Did Did you watch it? Absolutely. Michael Landon? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I like Nellie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you can still find them, uh, yes. you know, from time to time yes. if you have and cable I, or satellite. I did visit her, the the place where she died. Mansfield, I believe. Yeah, Mansfield, Mansfield Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. I did What'd visit you think? that place. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Such a different lifestyle that yeah. they lived back then, you know? They yep. were such hard workers. and. So let me sound like an old crotchety man okay. right now. There's so much garbage <laughs> on TV today. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. so much that we're being told is entertainment right. that... Just it's not good for you, right. and I think stuff like the yes. Little House on the Prairie series, and there's other series yes. that you could lean on. Yeah. Um, you know, you just they they figured it all out in 60 minutes. You know, whatever the problem <laughs> it was, they ended had it well. figured out. Yeah, but it was a it was a good era, and it brought a uh, a smile to my face. Yeah. Hey, good news segment. I want this to be a little bit extended. You and I were a part of an event Monday night yes. at Crossroads Christian Church, hosted by Serve Together. Right. There was a catered meal, and then a worship service, mm-hmm. and a prayer time, and a message from. 
from Luke Smith, who grew up in this area mm-hmm. and played basketball at DAC. I want to say thank you to Don and Deanna Witzel for their generosity yes. in providing the evening. I want to say thank you to Terry and Molly Goodwin mm-hmm. for putting it together. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thank you to Serve Together for the incredible impact that they make on this community. Right. What was your takeaway? Yeah, Michael Rohal talked about it, you know, how impactful it is. My favorite part of the evening was when Terry took time to pray over you pastors, I guess yeah. my, myself included, but I don't think, I wonder if pastors don't have that opportunity to have someone else pray over their own mental health, right. their spiritual health, their relationships, um, their ministries. And yeah. to me, that was really meaningful. I'm yeah. so thankful he did that. Yeah. So. You know, great message, That's, you know, oh. great worship. You know, I mean, he, he's t- he talked about being unity, unity. Right. I mean, right. we, we have different flavors of yeah. churches, yeah. but we Jesus is the center of it, and to not be um, look at it as competition, yeah. or view it as yeah. um, you know, to, but to view it as with the body of Christ. You yeah. know, he said something that really struck a chord with me. What's it's that? really hard when you're in ministry and somebody says, "I'm leaving your church and going to another church." Yes, it's hard to not take it personally. Right. Sometimes it is, you know, a personal thing. A lot of times it may not be. Right. But um, what he said, if that happens, yeah. look at it as you are now opening the door for someone else to come in and serve in that capacity. Yes. And um, yeah. I, I needed that perspective. Did I needed you? to be yeah. reminded of that perspective and thought it was a great message mm-hmm. of unity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Serve Together 2022 will be June 11 this mm-hmm. summer. So save that date. If you've never been a part of Serve Together, reach out to Steph or I. Mm-hmm. We'll get you connected with mm-hmm. Terry and Molly. It's, they do a great it's job. A, it's a, a one day event where we day of impact service, the, the community. And then a serving. time of worship yeah. and yeah. a time, uh, I think we had a meal, meal. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and it's just a great time to mm-hmm. come together and to make a statement as Christ followers. Right. We want to serve our community together right. in the name of Jesus. Yeah, and absolutely. so good stuff. Well, hey, I'm, I'm thankful that Michael Rohal made his way Me in. Too. Don't forget the Me banquets too. two weeks from tonight yeah. at DAC. Uh, doors open at 6 and the Apricot evening begins. Chicken. Oh, you're making me hungry. The event begins <laughs> at 6.30 p.m. And don't forget next week, it's the Jesus Music Movie Discussion. Watch it. Watch uh, it right. this week. Check it out. Yeah. But um, it's going to be a good time. And Steph, you have a good weekend. Thank you. All right. Well, hey, on behalf of my friend Stephanie Spangler, this is Greg Taylor saying thank you for listening to Direct Line, and we'll see you next week on 1490 AM.